KXSF LP, San Francisco 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. Thanks for tuning in. This is another Friday morning, some Friday morning frequencies on your community radio station, KXSF LP, San Francisco 102.5 FM, taking over from our frequency partner, San Francisco Public Press at KSFP. Thanks, guys. Thanks for holding it down on the progressive news front and bringing us the good news. Some great stuff today for you later in the hour, or later at the, around the 11 o'clock hour, from Puerto Rico and New Orleans, Ife's Otura Moon, talking about his new album. We'll get deep into that. And local artists calling in, introducing tracks. Kind of a new thing. We're stretching out, seeing what we can do today. On this beautiful Friday. This beautiful Friday in November. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll go with this from Sao Paulo. A favorite.
Support for KXSF-FM comes from Dress San Francisco, a fashion boutique located in the heart of the city's Marina District. Dress carries a wide range of contemporary clothing and jewelry designs with collections and styles to fit any occasion. From work to weekend and daytime to nighttime. Dress is located at 2271 Chestnut Street between Scott and Pierce. Shop in-store or online at DressSanFrancisco.com. Thank you for your support of San Francisco Community Radio. And thanks, thanks for dress and thanks for tuning in. Thanks for this beautiful day. Now in the background from South Africa. Spoke with Tambo Mentira, the Manga Manga, Casuists and Quacks from this year's Hikomori Blue. And before that, our guest around the 11 o'clock hour, Ife from Puerto Rico, now Nola, New Orleans, from their first album, Edgy Ogbe, Prayer for Odudua para Merceditas, out on Discos Ifa. Back in 2017, we're excited to speak with Mr. Arturo Moon and uh, hear about the new album and play some for sure. And before that, an old favorite, Rise in Power, Suba, his album and only album from 1999, Sao Paulo Confessions. We heard, we heard Tantos Desejos featuring Sibeli. I'm going to go on into the local now a little bit. Let's see where we're at. I think... uh, I'm going to hit the pop side of things here. Maybe go with a little... uh, with a little uh, of this track from uh, the Richmond District, San Francisco. New music from the Reds, Pinks, and Blues, I believe. Red, Red, Pinks, and Purples. Don't come home too soon. XSFLP San Francisco Community Radio.
Nigga, ain't got no schooling, ain't got no coaching, ain't got no ticket, I ain't got no mother. I got life, gratitude to life, gratitude for this beautiful, beautiful Friday morning, another Friday morning frequency here on KXSF LP San Francisco, 102.5 FM, looking forward to some call-ins from our, our rad guests tonight, today, I'm used, used to the night, let me tell you what we heard, but first I want to do this. I want to say, especially in life, tribute and praise to a great artist who passed on earlier this week, Clarence Cuba Robs, an amazing graffiti artist, in fact, coming out of Baltimore, came to San Francisco in the early 80s as a very young man, and I had the pleasure to meet him then, but, uh, you know, he was the first person to do wild style lettering here in San Francisco, sort of started up that scene, made made his mark in the graffiti world went on to do lots of big pieces lots of lots of stand-up stuff so rising power cuba brilliant artist want to give all due props and praise and uh in your memory i'm gonna play this little bit let's see if i can get this up uh-huh. let's see Drop it, drop it, drop it. 
So, you know, we're doing a thing to... This is... We're doing our love for the opening acts. Bands coming through tomorrow, in fact. We're going to speak to a few of them coming up. But uh, here we go with this. Rise in power, Cuba. did the first piece in San Francisco. What? He did the first piece in San Francisco. Yeah. What's your name? Cuba. What? Clarence Cuba. 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 You're Cuba? Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the, that's the one I wanted to meet. Dude, that nigga was crushing. Yeah. He's still up everywhere. Like a champ. <laughs> I love painting. Just simply for that. In fact, once they're done, they're done. They're only as good as the next one. I just, you know, once it's finished, it's like, what next? I just have to be in the act of pressing this cap. Rise in power, rise in power. Clarence, Cuba, Robs. Look for his stuff. He's still up on Clarion Alley. You'll see him. Anyway. Good people gone. And we're carrying on. Here, listen to uh, again the Sanamad. I got life and the dread zone in the right way. A dread zone versus King W mix from the back. Local Richmond artist just putting out uh, put out a great new album uh, earlier this year, and new stuff coming up. A pre-release single we had heard from um, Summer at Lands End coming out in February of 2022, but got the the early thing. And I got my friend on the line. So let's get on with that. We'll put on the dub and come back.
Hey, and that was the phone, as you guys heard there in Radiolandia. And uh, bottom line, we have on the line with us today, and let's bring them up. We have with us on the line today uh, the band Mild Universe in the persons of of uh, Karina uh, Alterman, as well as Sam Jones, uh, the drummer, respectively Sam the drummer and Karina the sax player, a great new EP and a de- debut EP, in fact. How are you guys doing today? So good. Thanks for having us on the air. Hey, absolutely. I yeah, love we're you, good. You good? Right on. And you guys are having a gig tonight. We're trying to give some love for the opening acts tonight, for sure. Uh, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'm all ahead in the future right now. So, um, Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it, where you're going to be. And, and you guys have played out a few times, I know. But uh, tell me tell me about it. Yeah, we've been plans. playing a lot since the pandemic, which we're so grateful for. Yeah. Um, tomorrow, our show is at Amato's, which is on 21st and Valencia Street in the Mission. Um, the doors are at 8.30, and the music starts around 9 o'clock, and it's $15.00. Um, yeah, we're playing with a band called Rose Haze and then Columbia Olivia, and it's their album release show as well. Oh, right on. Um, so, yeah, it should be a super fun show. It, I Like, we're super excited because this one has been, we've been waiting for this show for a couple months now. Right on. A, a great lineup and, and some great bands. I love your sound. Um, uh, Thank you. Yeah, really, really sweet stuff. Um and is it true you're t- you guys are taking a bit of a hiatus? I think I saw in your Instagram that uh, taking a little break or just taking a break for the holidays, maybe. Yeah, yeah, we're just uh, we've been playing around town for a while with this uh, new formation of our lineup since the pandemic. We like evolved a little bit and became like a six, sometimes seven piece band with the you know brass section and stuff. And right yeah, so we've been just like exploring that sound for the last couple months. And yeah, we're just going to take a little time to go back into our cave and kind of just work on some new new magic and uh maybe you know record a new album and um yeah just you know freshen up and tighten up our sound slightly and then uh present something new to everyone again so Great. yeah just keep it exciting for us and for, for our friends and stuff like that you know just excellent freshen up excellent um so uh are you first up or second up in that lineup uh we're second second right on and so um you got uh, also the voice of Holiday Hagen, I believe, and uh, um, not anymore. Not anymore. That okay, who's singing now? Singer. Yeah, our new singer's name is uh, Jamie Zimmerman, okay. and Maya Figina is still on bass, right? Uh, Maya, yeah, is on bass. Then we have Fabrizio and Sterte on guitar, um, Adam Wilson on synthesizer, and then Charlie. I don't know his last name. Charlie, Char- Charlie Trumpet yeah. on trumpet. Yeah. Beautiful. I love He's Charlie great. Trumpet. He's a great player. <laughs> you know. Hey, so tell me a little bit about so so the new and self released first uh, EP, Mild Universe, of course, um, just recently out. Um, tell us a little bit about putting that together, and I want to play the track Sunday. Tell me a little bit about that track because I really love that track. They're all good, I must cool. say. Out there in Radio Land, you know, you got to know, got to get it. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad glad you like it. Uh, yeah, I, I recorded all the songs actually, like engineered the stuff in my room, and then with my friend Tony a little bit at his place. But uh, it wasn't like super, yeah, super like professional 
professionally put together, but then I had my friend uh, over in Berlin, Germany, named Igor. Uh, he uh, mixed it, and he did a great job. Uh, really sweet of him to do that. And uh, so it all kind of came together in this kind of, like, sort of spontaneous and collaborative nature, um, but also very, like, DIY. But uh, all that being said, I'm really happy with how it came out, and uh, people have been responding well to it. Um, but, yeah, the, the songs, um, I like mostly me composing uh like a lot of the parts but then also like bringing it to the group and seeing like naturally how we all like groove on it how we all collaborate and what what feels good and what you know would go well in a live setting and then yeah for the recorded versions we kind of like yeah the, the recorded version is definitely a bit different than how we do it live uh and um the song sunday specifically actually was a song that i collaborated with uh with this other friend of mine named mateo chambella who's a I, I used to live in Montreal, and he was a good friend of mine who I would collaborate with. And it's actually a song that mostly he wrote, uh -huh. but uh, he gave me his blessings to to re, re, rearrange it and rewrite it and uh, perform it over here on this coast. So I was really grateful when he said that. And um, he's he's kind of a, a mastermind of himself. So Excellent. It's, it's cool to like bring these songs to life that would otherwise otherwise be sort of forgotten in time and kind of like gather dust in some memory. So like we're we're really happy to bring them to life and. Uh, People always like dance to it and they're like, oh, we love this song Sunday. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, you know, this guy, Mateo, he's kind of like vicariously here through this song. But uh, love yeah, you love that song too. Well, maybe we'll raise a toast tomorrow uh, at 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. <laughs> doors to Mateo there at Amado's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll play that song and put one up for him. So, yeah, it's really nice when we, a lot of our music is pretty dancey. And I'd say some of my favorite parts is just getting our friends and strangers to dance and sweat. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's always a good thing. Healing, purifying, yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, a darn good time, right? So uh, three other yes. tracks. I'm, I'm definitely going to play some more of this, but we got Sidewalk Sunday, Having a Dream. We're going to hit off with Sunday. And again, this is Karina Alterman and Sam Jones of the band Mild Universe, their debut uh, EP just out, self-titled debut EP. Uh, tell the folks where we can get it too. They're going to Amados, obviously, after they hear this track. But um, it's on all streaming platforms as well as our Bandcamp, which is where you could purchase it, and money would go more directly to us. Um, but yeah, it's on Spotify and Apple and all the good things. <laughs> yeah, hopefully someday we'll have some uh, physical releases, but uh, at the moment, not yet. But yeah, we'll be recording some more music in the new year. Right on. Okay, kids, so this is Sunday from Mild Universe. Make sure the volume's up, and uh, thanks for tuning in. And thanks for coming on yeah, the radio. Thanks for, having thanks for having us. All right. Have a good one. Stay, stay the lock there, and, uh, and uh, I'll just say another word to you privately.
that was mild, mild, mild universe. Not too mild to this one. Tonight at Amadeus, 8 o'clock, there on Valencia, and uh, Liberty, I believe. And of course, local favorites, Chime School, calling in sick, because that's what you're going to do after Sunday, well, maybe Saturday and Sunday's events. Again, Mild Universe, Rose Hayes, Kumbaliva, we'll play some of them coming up, but uh, I want to give you this good word. Stay tuned, of course, excellent programming here at KXSFLP San Francisco all the way through to 4 p.m. today. We're switching off, of course, 6 and 6 with... Uh, with San Francisco Public Press, but at 12 noon, Dan Everett, attorney at law with Folk Law, coming in to give you counseling. 
and education and entertainment and edutainment and and then finally at one of course this guy drawing from his life work absorbing the vast terrain of all recorded music each week gage kennedy expertly curates bespoke programs which lean rock but reveal connections between genres eras continents and cultures plus he always includes long sections that sound like an old motor sputtering or ominous crackly metallic static it's off the hook fridays one to four on kxsf lp 102.5 
Palo Alto native, blowing up worldwide. Remy Wolf blew the roof off a club in London, I am told, reliably, just the other day. Now from the Go LMA. KXS FLP. She mentioned Arthur Mary Kay.
Support for KXSF comes from Arismendi Bakery, a worker-owned co-op specializing in pastries, artisan breads, and gourmet pizza. In addition to their San Francisco shops in the Mission on Valencia and on 9th Avenue in the Inner Sunset, you'll find Arismendi's sister co-ops in Oakland, Berkeley, Emeryville, and San Rafael. Find out more at arismendibakery.com. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM San Francisco. And welcome back, KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Thank you, Arizmendi. Thank you all for tuning in to this uh, new experiment. Friday mornings here, 10 to 12. Friday morning frequencies, or name TBD, a growing collective doing stuff, playing music. Yeah, we just heard from Brazil, a classic from, I believe, 1979, re-released recently. Arthur Verakai, Na Boca do Sol, before that, from the UK. Uh, Ego, LMA, Speck of Dust. She gets through listening to Arthur Verakai, as should you. And then before that... uh, Local hero Remy Wolf blowing up worldwide. Um, her new release, Juno, 
just out uh, last week, I believe. And that was, we heard, The Street You Live On. And playing a little rhythm, a little here and there again. Rise in power to Clarence Cuba Robs, wild style graffiti artist, great muralist, reputedly and admittedly first one to throw up wild style in San Francisco in the early 80s. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, here we are, another Friday. If you can support us, if you can help us out however you can, Hit that donate button. Check our website. Lots of great material, lots of sessions and archives. But it is, in fact, 11 o'clock here on KXSFLP San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Streaming on the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. Hang tight. Hang tight for Ife's Otura Moon. Going to talk about the new album, Yay! I'm sorry. The new album, Oye! Oye Kunmai! And play some of that in about 15. We're going to play some other good music, maybe take care of a spot or two so we can focus on that. But I want to go with a little Shabazz Palaces from a while back. Because we listened to this and I love it. Here we go. This is. Of course, Shabazz Files is featuring Ishmael Butler, formerly of Diggable Planets, back in the way day, and Tende Baba Marare, son of the Zimbabwean Imbira master Dumasani Marare. This is Shine a Light.
and some little new Terrace Martin. American Health Center has been serving the California Bay Area Native population and other underserved groups in our region since 1972. NHC offers medical, dental, behavioral health, community wellness, and women, infant, and children's services at locations in San Francisco and Cap Street or in Richmond and Oakland. To learn more, visit nativehealth.org. Thanks for supporting San Francisco Community Radio.
welcome back. This is KXSFLP San Francisco in the middle of Milton Cardona's Saluto Allegua uh, from Bembe back in 95 on American Clave. Before that, Midday Vale. Empire is no more from this wilderness back in 2015, Portland Band. Uh, and prior to our thanks to our underwriter, Native American Health Center, we heard Terrace Martin's new release, Turning Poison into Medicine, that track featuring Jahan Sweet, Marlon Williams. And before that, more or less at the top of the hour, Shine a Light featuring Thadalak from the Shabazz Palace's uh, release of 2017. And we are honored and blessed today to uh, have coming online soon, coming on air on the telephone from New Orleans, Ife's Otura Moon, introducing uh, their new album, his new album, Oye Kun Meyi. And we're going to go deep into some of the roots of that, that word and that expression. NOLA Expressions, music for the future. But why don't we uh, start out with that and uh, we'll get him on the phone. Beginning with the second track from this new album, Fireflies. Saludos. 
And that was Fireflies from um, this year's and just released uh, last week, last Friday, I believe, uh, Ife's Oyekun Meiyi uh, 000 plus 000. And I'm blessed and honored uh, to have in the studio or virtually in the studio, calling in from New Orleans, uh, Otoro Moon from the band Ife. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you, Bob. Thanks so much for having me, man. Uh, it is such an honor and a pleasure uh, to hear your music and to hear this new release and to uh, have you on the phone. Um, so it's a, it's an amazing and beautiful album and an, an incredible um, compliment, I think, to uh, 2017's Edgy uh, Ogbe. Uh, Tell me a little bit about the titling. I know you probably get asked this a lot, but it's part of the in in your in your religious and spiritual practices of Ifa. It's a it's a divination reference. Can you tell me a little bit about yes. how that is and what that means? So I'm a priest of Ifa, and our job inside of the religious practice, colloquially in the United States, known as Santeria is divination, so we are the diviners-in-chief of the religious practice. Now, my job, kind of in a nutshell, is sort of to divine what energy someone is manifesting at any particular point in time. Um, and the idea being that everyone is manifesting a type of energy at every particular point in time, and that energy can be known and it is named. Um, and we use a sign system that is binary uh, to sort of... Uh, mark or divine or identify the signs. So um, it's a bit like the sign system, perhaps a simplified way to think about it would be uh, like the zodiac signs. So if I were to draw two fish swimming in opposite directions, you would know that that's the, that's the visual sign for Pisces. And you might have some idea of what a Pisces is like. If I were to draw maybe a bull, you would know that that's the visual sign for Taurus, and you might have some understanding of what Tauruses are because there have been other Tauruses, and, and there's sort of an understanding of what that energy is. Um, the Ifa sign system is, instead of 12 signs, 256 signs, and each sign is thought to be the the, uh, the divine destiny or divine destiny or life that the Orisha or deity or Rumila has already lived. And because that destiny has already been lived, there are songs and parables and stories about what happens in that divine destiny. Uh, and so... Of the 256 signs, the very first sign is called Ehiogbe. Um, these signs are written uh, as sort of opened or closed symbols, and sometimes an open symbol would be just a slash that could look like a number one or a capital I, or a closed sign which could look like a zero or an O. And there's four symbols on the right side and four symbols on the left. Now, normally it's written vertically, but in this case, in order to get it into an album title, I wrote it horizontally. And uh, the first album... Uh, was written capital I, capital I, capital I, capital I, plus capital I, capital I, capital I, but it's really just a slash. Mm. And so uh, that sign is pronounced Ehiogbe, and that's the very first sign of Ifa. And when that sign comes out in divination, it marks open roads, pure light, the beginnings of things. It has a masculine energy. Now, the second sign would be its opposite. Uh, so if all four were open on the right and all four were open on the left, and in the second sign, all four are closed on the right, and all four are closed on the left. And that sign is called Yekunmei. That's the opposite of the first sign. So when Yekunmei comes out in divination, the night is born. The death is born. 
um, it's the closing of a cycle. If Ehiogbe is expansion, then Yekunme is contraction. Uh, Yekunme has a feminine energy. So these two signs combine to give you the, the rest of the 256 signs. So the other 254 are born out of these two. So it's as if with the first record, Ehiogbe, and the second record, Yekunme, I give you the building blocks for the universe inside of the Ifakwa. Wow. Well, it's beautiful. I mean, the the Fireflies track talks about Welcome to the Night, and um, yes. it seems like, I mean, it's it's really a, a a ritual in a sense of going through. You have your prelude, which is a gorgeous track. We probably won't play it today. I've played it before on the radio. But, um, you know, today we started with uh, Milton Cardona's Salute to Legua. And hey. so, you know, trying to bring that feeling in, and it feels like you're... Um, you're music processes and progresses that way in terms of, you know, bringing people to realizations and, and, and uh, addressing some pretty hard issues. Um, do, you, do you feel that's sort of the, the, the process that you go through in writing? Are you working that out? Are you sort of divining for the people in a way? Um, I suppose, like, uh, you know, the thing about... Ifa divination and the job I do as a Baba Lao spiritually, yeah. it, it, it sort of leans on the idea that that um, we are looking for the truth of whatever matter uh, that we're sort of uh, taking a look into. So my job is to tell people the truth about their situation when they're sitting in front of me, mm. um, and they want uh, to know uh, answers truthful answers about their life in this moment and their life in general. And so that's the purpose of Ifa is knowing the truth about your matter. And, and so knowing the truth, you can then navigate your life to have the best possible outcome. So if in divination, for example, it comes out that you have cancer and Ifa is saying you, this person is sitting in front of you has cancer right now, then I need to tell you the truth about your situation so that you can face it uh, and we can find a positive outcome to this. That we, you know, whether it's the the, uh, the deities or the dead coming to your aid to help you to be able to fight cancer, uh, and uh, whether it's you know that plus you need to go to uh, seek medical attention and begin to take care of this condition that you have, so that you can therefore have a positive outcome. But the but it all starts with facing the truth of the matter, mm-hmm. and um, facing the truth about you know, what lies ahead for us in life and who we are as a people isn't always the easiest work. But I think what helps, what makes it comforting or what gives me hope as I'm working with Ifa is Ifa also tells us that there's no negative that cannot be turned into a positive. And so there's a solution to every problem. And so, uh, you know, it, it, that's where I think, you know, fake blood, for example, is sort of asking the question of why do we gravitate towards fiction always as opposed to or we, we seem to prefer to gravitate towards fiction as opposed to gravitating towards the truth uh and and why is that uh wednesday's child sort of looks at like you know um what if someone feels like they were born cursed you know or they began with uh, a heavy load to bear and and you know so as an african-american i i I feel that I have a, a, a keen understanding of that because I deal with uh, a generational trauma that seemed to be 
uh, laid at my doorstep even before I was conscious of it, right? So I'm adopted. I was abandoned by my mother and father, and I was adopted at the age of six months. The family that adopted me, uh, my adoptive father, was also abandoned by his parents. He's African-American, and so he was raised by his grandparents. Then my brother, who they also adopted, committed suicide about a year after he had his son, so he effectively abandoned his child. Now that's three generations of abandonment there, you know, and... um, that story isn't so special in the sense that um, the idea that we're raised by extended family is very common in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's quite common for people to feel that they have a burden that, that was theirs before they knew they were even carrying it. And what do you do with that? You know? yeah. And again, Ifa tells us there's no negative that cannot be turned into a positive. And so I'm dealing with difficult issues to perhaps talk about and even think about in Wednesday's Child. So Wednesday's Child is, is named after the idea that people that were born on Wednesdays were cursed. And the very first line says, uh, you know, um, we were born feet first, right? And so people that were born as a breech birth in folk sort of folklore are cursed as well. And so how do you turn that around? And the hook of the song is a cleansing ceremony that we use as one of the most common ones called Sarayeye. And... When you do a sadayaya, you're basically passing some item over you to cleanse yourself spiritually, and you're asking for death to leave you, for loss to leave you, for sickness to leave you. And it's a spiritual way to clean negative energy away from you. Mm. Uh, and so I think when you listen to the song, like you're, you're sort of confronted with two feelings. You have the, the, the heaviness of the subject matter, but you also have the lightness uh, that comes with having this prayer that is that is asking negativity and death and loss and all of these things to leave. And whether you whether you understand that as a prayer or even recognize the prayer, because some people certainly do that religious practice, so they know what I'm singing. Uh, but other people that may not, I think, feel a sense of levity because it is a cleansing prayer. And whether you know the lyrics to it or, or not, its intention is happening in the song. Uh, Thank you. I mean, it does so much of the work that you do and so much of the, the music you make and the art you create does seem to be deeply truth telling and deeply uh, transformative. I mean, I can feel that through that song and through most of your work. And so why don't we give the people a chance and hear the track uh, uh, Wednesday's Child and we'll come back and speak with you as after we do that. For sure. Support for KXSF. Wrong button. Support for K. This one. Thank you. And we're listening to Ife, Wednesday's Child, Arturo Moon in the house. Hey.
guessing, okay, I said, cause I don't know love. Thank you, still we take no blame. Children are in cages, cause we don't know shame. Astounding. Mama used to beg the Lord, bring God around me. About me, about me. And that was uh, Wednesday's Child from Ife with a little moment of the terror, Bembe. Um, I am blessed and honored to be uh, online and in studio today with uh, Oturo Moon of the band Ife from New Orleans, for, originally of Puerto Rico. Oturo, uh, let's get you back on. Oops, sticky button. There we go. Oturo uh, Moon, how are you? 
I'm good. I'm good, man. That was a beautiful yeah, yeah. song. I've played it once before. And um, tell us a little bit. You know, it's it's that truth telling thing we were talking about before that musical break. Here's a here's an elder telling her truth and a hard story. Tell me a little bit about that last segue. Who was that elder? Okay, so um, that song on the album, and oh, by the way, I, I definitely got to shout out Saint Aziko, who's uh, the guitar player that's on Wednesday's Child. Uh, beautiful uh, work. That's a young, yeah, young, young, amazing guitarist, man. Uh, I linked with him uh, actually through a guy named DJ Day, who I follow from, from the West Coast. I saw, uh, uh, heard a Saint Aziko track that Day was playing, and, and he and I ended up linking on Instagram and, and uh, collaborated on that song. So big shout out to Saint Aziko. At the end of that tune, uh, I inserted a dialogue that bridges Wednesday's Child into a song called The Terror. Uh, and The Terror is an ode to the Orisha Oya. And the Orisha Oya in the Yoruba practice is, is uh, synonymous with the winds of change. So Oya represents uncontrollable change. Uh, and you know her natural phenomena would be tornadoes and hurricanes and the idea that like these change can come into your life and, you know, sort of mow down things. Uh, and in the destruction that sometimes uncontrollable change brings, you have the opportunity for new growth and new beginnings. So, um, you know, uh, I wrote this, the terror, basically right after Hurricane Maria, uh, you know, devastated Puerto Rico and was thinking about the energy of Oya and the implications of, of this um, destruction uh, in Puerto Rico and, and what was to come in the aftermath. Uh, and so when I started to write the song and just sort of begin to pen the lyrics, I was just all over the internet looking for things about natural storms and natural disasters. So I'm from Goshen, Indiana originally, which is, uh, you know, um, part of Tornado Alley. And in 1965, there was a, a outbreak of tornadoes. It was like 47 tornadoes in one day. And uh, they devastated the town that I grew up in and the town next to it, which was Elkhart, Indiana. And so I remember going to church as a kid in Elkhart, Indiana, and hearing people that were alive during that time talk about that 1965 Palm Sunday tornado uh, you know, run mostly because there were two huge, there's one tornado that had two funnels and it ran right over a trailer park that ran on a major highway in, in, in my town. And I knew people that lived at that trailer park and they told me about how the, the you know, the trailers got sucked up there. And there's a photo. If you Google 1965 Palm Sunday tornado, there's a crazy photo of this double funnel tornado, which was the first time somebody had, uh, had, photographed a, a tornado with two funnels. So that was sort of local legend in my town. And then as I was looking around, I also found uh, a story about the 1900 Galveston uh, hurricane. And that hurricane in 1900 is actually the deadliest natural disaster in American history. And in one night, this hurricane came through and uh, killed 10,000 people. And so it, as I was researching it, I found some like some archived uh, testimony of survivors of that hurricane. And one of the survivors was a woman that the, the person that was interviewing her was asking her to describe what it was like. And she basically says like, oh, well, you know, the water was, was rising and, and they were strapping together bodies at the end of the day, like, like they were sticks. It was crazy. And, you know, the water's rising and, and the donkey carts were floating. and People were holding their babies so they wouldn't fly out of their arms. 
And she stops at one point, and she's like, just shows the, the, the person how ridiculous the question. She's like, you want me to tell it, but ain't no tongue could tell it. And I just thought that that line just really, really, really summed up, like, you know, the energy of that that situation. Like, it's just, this is something that's completely out of control. And so I took that line and worked it into the hook of uh, the terror. And then when I went back and released that, the terror as part of the album, I just went back to that original testimony, that archive footage, and decided to bridge the tunes because mm. the, the archival uh, audio of this woman was such a huge uh, inspiration for me in writing the tune. Well, it it is really affecting, and it you know makes me think of you know we're all struggling with these increased storms with maria having devastated puerto yeah. rico with the legacy of katrina in new orleans for instance yeah. and uh, you know you've you've moved recently to new orleans so tell us about that transition and what that was for you and you have an amazing new band i mean not even just the incredible people you have sitting in with you but what a great band yeah 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 um i mean the, the to be honest, the, the, the move to New Orleans was mostly a political move. Um, you know, uh, as, as a person who I, I suppose, um, as a political person, uh, I'm most keenly invested in the idea of destroying American myth. And uh, so a lot of times I feel perhaps that the, the type of dialogue I want to be hearing politically perhaps isn't on the level of... Uh, uh, of the dialogue that's out there or, or the dialogue that's out there isn't on the level of the one that I want to be hearing. For example, an example would be uh, the dialogue around removing Confederate statues, right? So I think I and almost every black person in America knows that Confederate statues should not exist and they need to be removed for all of the obvious reasons. So celebrating the removal of Confederate statue isn't really a victory for me. It's something that just should be done, period. Uh, where I would like to see the dialogue is the idea of destroying the big white penis in Washington, D.C. That's what I'm about. And so if there's a, a conversation around that, then I feel that that conversation is down on the level that I need it to be. Now, I also feel that, you know, Mount Rushmore is, is an affront to indigenous people and, and uh, shouldn't be there at all. It should be destroyed. Uh, when I hear a comment basically saying that, ah, this X or Y, Z, uh, uh, you know, incident is a stain on, on uh, the American moral fiber. I don't believe that there is an American moral fiber. So, again, my, my thoughts about some of these things politically uh, aren't close to where the dialogue is on certain things. And so when I saw, for example, some people make a, an effort to tear down a Benjamin Franklin statue, that was news to me. Because I personally feel that, that Ben Franklin can't be celebrated. He was a slaveholder and a rapist. And I don't believe that anyone should celebrate George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. Although these are people are touted as our founding fathers, they're not not by me. And I think they're, they're incapable of being celebrated. So therefore, but again, the dialogue publicly or nationally isn't there yet. Not where, not where I, I'm at with it. Sure. So when I see someone making a an effort to to take down a, a Ben Franklin statue, that's a new day in America for me. Yeah. And it, it was inspiring to me. And I felt that like, okay, well, perhaps there is beginning to be room for the dialogue that I want to see uh, on a many levels. And so as someone that doesn't have any love in their heart for America at all, I felt that I need to come home from Latin America if I want to make my punches land in the United States. 
Uh, and, and what so a good, New I, Orleans is a great place but, for that. Yeah, I mean, New Orleans, I, I just basically tried to pick the blackest city in America. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was sort of in between Detroit and New Orleans. And I felt that New Orleans would be a better one for me because there were so many people here that dialogue with the same religious practice or a similar religious practice that I dialogue with. And that musically, there was something for me here as well. And I could also be of service in a more obvious way as well. And so I just felt that New Orleans was the move to make. Um, and it's it's been incredible. You know, um, really? within the first two weeks, I got a call from this guy named Bill Summers, who's an incredible musician. He was the percussion player for Herbie Hancock, Hancock and the Headhunters during like the seminal uh, Headhunters years. And he hit me up within two weeks of being here. Uh, basically saying, hey, this is, I heard there's a new Babalao in town. We're both part of the same religious practice, and uh, he's the person that's drumming all of the religious ceremonies in New Orleans and really in the South in general. And I began working with him and playing ceremonies with him. And sort of beginning with him, I began to meet all kinds of just amazing drummers and musicians here in New Orleans, uh, so much so that uh, within a little less than a year, I basically had a new band put together with the people that I had met during that time. Well, it's an, an incredible band, and you guys are about to go on your first tour as a, well, not first tour, but first tour as a new band and uh, debuting yeah. this new album in the East Coast. Um, tell us a little bit about the gigs. There could be some people streaming from out of there. and uh... Yeah, man. Uh, well, we, we started actually here in New Orleans uh, about... Uh, a little less, a little more than a month ago, perhaps, and we played our first show as a band. A friend uh, at went. A place called the Ace Hotel. Yeah, but, a friend but, went, and it was the best show for her ever. I have to say, got, uh, I got a direct report. Yeah, man, it, it was a wild one, man. Uh, so I guess it's important to mention that this is a, a bit of a, a bigger group than I'd worked with in the past. So we're seven people on stage. Um, uh, it's a seasoned group of people. Everyone here is a is a musician that has sacrificed. Uh, you know, on on an, on, an, on an incredible level to be doing the things that they're doing and they're great at the job. And so you just have amazing musicians. Uh, and then the new record, I purposely tried to make music on this new record that was difficult to play and that was more demanding and more player-esque. And so it requires, a, you know, a player-esque person to be able to pull off the tunes. And so... Whereas maybe the first record and and um, and some of the live shows that were associated with it had some more mellow type of of music. This this uh, band and this actually set is super high energy, uh, and people that were in New Orleans basically were on the dance floor from the first note of the first tune to the last note of the last tune. It's it's a dance party, and we're going. It's just crazy. The energy is super, super, super high energy, and the band is 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 just really tuned and in shape. It's it's a, just an amazing show. Excellent. So yep. uh, first is November eighteenth in Northampton, uh, Massachusetts, and nineteenth. Uh, 19- actually, yeah. So so okay. uh, first okay. one is actually uh, World Cafe Live Lounge in okay. Philadelphia on the sixteenth. Oh, right on. Then we go to elsewhere in uh, Brooklyn on the 17th, and then we're at a space called Bombiques that's in Northampton, Massachusetts, uh, which actually looks really interesting. I think it's an old church they converted into like a venue, almost like a temporary venue. Uh, that one looks amazing. That's on the 18th, and then on the 19th, we're at the legendary Black Cat Excellent. in uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah. So, yeah. 
definitely got some friends putting that on their calendar in D.C. So uh, if you're out there on oh, the East Coast big. and you happen to be listening, uh, you know, check check Ife out. Uh, Moon, I'm so grateful for uh, you coming on and talking to us about this new album. Um, I want to go oh, out man. with with I I can't I can't tell either Bembe uh, Terror Bembe or uh, 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 Fake Blood because that is such an amazing. We were talking about. Ah, cool. What do you think? Yeah. Man, um, I played both what? on this on this out on the show already. So you know, or on the radio sometimes. Uh, what, what, what did you just say? I said I've I've played. I have to say I'm a, you know obviously a fan, and I played uh, both of these tracks. So let's uh, what do you say? let's let's go with the terror, man. We've been talking about that energy. I think it just makes sense to play it, man. So, That's perfect. Yeah. Well, again, uh, this is KXSFLP San Francisco. We are honored and blessed to have uh, calling in from New Orleans, uh, Otura Moon of the band Ife, just releasing their second album and. A great album it hey. is Yakun Mei. Uh, look for it, and uh, hopefully we'll get you out on the West Coast soon. Yeah, man, I can't wait to be there. You know, uh, I have so much love for the Bay. I'm dying to get back out there. Definitely. Um, check, so check out the new record. It's written zero 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 plus zero 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 zero, so four zeros and a plus sign four zeros. It's on streaming platforms everywhere. I also have vinyl uh, that through Bandcamp and through my website called uh, Ghost Town Mini Mart. Uh, you know, got to say a shout-out to Anthony Sierra, my oh, yeah. big, big, big homie in the Bay Area. Uh, also, John Santos. Uh, and, yeah, all of my friends in the Bay. Um, Luke Eibel Atwood, who did the artwork for the album, also Bay Area photographer and close friend. Uh-huh. Um, it's just, yeah, man, the Bay is so close to my heart, and I can't wait to get back out there. Right on. Well, thanks again. So this is... The Terror, Bembe from Ife, just out, Yakun Mei. Uh, and we will uh, be back with some tickets. We got Talib Kweli coming tonight to Yoshi's. So, lo- hey. one last thing. Going to give away some Count Basie tickets too, but got to hear this first. Thank you, Moon. Appreciate the time. Yo, thank you so much. And, yeah, yeah, and appreciate, appreciate the you. artistry. Appreciate your music. The Terror. Uh, thanks so much, Bob. Ache. Ache. Here we go. Oh, it was a awful thing you want me to tell you, but it no tongue can tell it. He wore the highest crown He quickly fell before her She will take them all in town Her twist the wheel of fortune We draw the number now This rain will take me under She will take them all in town She rides day drives like waves Cold drops wind blow sideways White lies, children every day She stirs men and trees bend
And uh, that was that was the terror, Bembe from the band Ife. Uh, blessed and honored to have Mr. Arturo Moon in the house for that interview. Want to give away some tickets? Do a quick spot. Stay tuned for Folklaw Radio. Doctor, not Doctor, Dan Everett Esquire in the house on his way. But here's the tickets, kids. Call me in just a minute at four one five six four eight seven three two seven. Have Deb Never in the house. At the rickshaw stop this Monday the 15th. Actually, the first thing I got, Talib Kweli tonight at Yoshi's Oakland, a 10 p.m. show. So you got to be the late show. Talib Kweli tonight, 10 p.m. at Yoshi's Oakland. Deb Never at the rickshaw stop on Monday the 15th, 7 p.m. Always have to show proof of Vax, kids. Also, the Count Basie Orchestra. Also at Yoshi's Monday the 15th, 8 p.m. Got a pair of tickets for that. 
And one more for the punk rock kids. Behavior and Mayoka XO Chronophage, naked roommate at the Golden Bowl on Tuesday. Proof of acts for that 221 plus show. Call me 415 648 7327. Gonna go on with this. A little, um, we got uh, Milton Cardona in the back, of course. Gonna listen to a little local music again. Orchestra Gold from Oakland. They're coming soon at uh, the Starline Social. But here's these guys. Call me again, 415-648-7327, right now. Support for KXSF comes from Open Mind Music, a haven for record lovers since 1994. Henry at Open Mind believes music soothes the soul, inspires change, and makes us move. Find a wide variety from ABBA to Zappa, funk to punk, bebop to hip-hop, including new and used LPs, vintage turntables, local art, and your chance to meet Roxy the Doxy. Come find your groove in record time at Open Mind Music, 5521 College Avenue near Rockridge Bart in Oakland.
Ni un molino.